Anyway, let's get evil. All right. Uh, let's talk villains today. Welcome villains. back to the Glazer Gamble podcast to a villainous episode with greatness and conversation and Jason Momoa. And uh, yeah, that's what that's what sparked the idea when we were talking about um, this episode. Uh, Jason Momoa had a meeting with James Gunn, and then he came out of the meeting and and Saffron very and, ecstatic. He came very very, and he's like he almost came close to saying something. It seemed like seemed like he was like overselling it to me, but I get it. Um, and he was very excited. So he came out of the meeting saying that he's excited. He will be with the future of DC. He's excited, and he's like, "Thank you for date. Thank you, David. Thank you, James, Peter. Peter. Yeah, like yeah, thank you." And it probably means that he's going to become Lobo. I also think he could play Aquaman still, too. So play both. I think he could play both because he made. I think he, that's how it sounded. A couple weeks ago, there was like some rumor. One of his friends told the media that he'll be playing both. Right. But that was before that meeting, so right. nobody thought of anything of it. But maybe that was something that had like maybe it's real. Right. And he would do would do both because he also said something about nobody's taking away the Aquaman's throne from me or something. Right. So it's like he wants to do both. I think, but right. I definitely think this means he's probably going to be Lobo. Right. Um. But when you think Jason Momoa, like, uh, what do you what do you picture like, when he's when you put him as a character? What do you picture? Um, just in general, based so, on so what, the, what, I, what I'm basing him off of is Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones, okay, which is a big fierce, um, just a big fierce brute, sure. I guess. Um, and then Aquaman, Aquaman is, was different because I think the original kind of design of Aquaman with the, and Jason Momoa had green. like the suit, it was kind of like gold and like yeah. dark green instead of like a neon green orange and yeah, yeah, and blonde hair. Um, so when I kind of think of Aquaman, I think badass. Okay. Um, him as Aquaman, badass. I don't think the regular Aquaman is badass. Uh, but uh yeah, I badass. think vice versa. I I think the opposite. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, what did I say? Fierce, brute, badass. I guess that's those would be the three, okay. all B words. So okay, yeah, fierce, Bruce, badass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh yeah, and I I I don't necessarily. How about you? Imagine, what do you think? What do you? Think? I don't imagine him as a villain. Right. Well, Lo- I mean, uh-huh. Lobo, kind of like the Deadpool-ish kind of thing. You know, not necessarily villainous, but like doing the right thing for the, like the right thing the wrong way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of so, that's Lobo Lobo is. This is gonna this is gonna sound like an insult. Okay. But I really don't mean it that way. Um, but that whatever. It's gonna be taken that way anyway. Okay. Um, I don't think we've seen Jason Momoa's fit because I don't really, I don't, I'm not wowed by anything he's done yet. And sure. yet I still think he's a good actor. Right. But when most, most of the time, I can agree. I can agree with that. I think, I think okay. he could fit as Aquaman. Um, but I also think that the, 
the previous the DCEU version of Aquaman has held him back on yeah. what how badass he could be. Um, yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. So I don't think I don't think like and we of uh, some other movies been I think he's only been able to be a villain before like one other time. Yeah, he's done some shows. Right. Too, so. so it's I don't know if we've necessarily seen what maybe it's just like not none of it's what he wants to be. Maybe it's he's still progressing as an actor. Maybe it's deeper sure. than that. I don't know. But so far I haven't seen anything of his where I was necessarily wowed by it. Sure. And I think I've seen I've when he did talk about the first time he played a villain, he said, fucking finally. Right. So he was really excited when he got to play a villain that time. This time with that video, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like he was just jacked. Just so excited for it. I feel like this might be his opportunity. Like Lobo might be what I mean, obviously, when we said Sabretooth. Right, if he were to just leave DC, Sabretooth and Craven, he could have yeah. done really well too. Yeah. yeah, but maybe, maybe instead of that, maybe he is a villain. Like maybe Jason Momoa's wow moment. His, I don't know. There's probably a term, acting term for your one shining role that everybody always remembers you for. Sure. But like, I feel as though with his excitement, with how I've felt about any of his performances in the past. This could be his moment. I, I mean, I agree with that. I think in just from that little video and like his excitement level from we from what we assume to be like Lobo news. Um, I think him playing a character that's a bit unhinged is kind of some something he wants to do. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's um that's something uh that like he he himself wants to do because he is very like like even just that woohoo like yeah like let's go like that is like (laughs) that that going into like lobo would be like i don't know like him killing someone and like freaking out or something so i think that yeah i think it'll be an amazing fit and i we always we always like want actors who want to play the characters too i think that that's a big level of like excitement for them and they're going to dedicate more to it so uh side note the upside down skull behind you just feels very fitting. By the way, just the upside down skull, skull. skull. Yeah, <laughs> that just that just feels yeah. fitting. I just want side yeah. note there. But anyway, this man that made me think while I was like thinking about Jason Momoa, reading what was going on, all that, watching the videos. What makes a good villain, specifically like comic book movie villain? Right. Um. So the my my favorite villains, um, are very very like. I think the thing is for me, villains, there needs to be um a big price to pay. Okay. Like, um, so like like Thanos, for instance. Like Thanos in Infinity War was like, okay, like, yeah, this is you don't really know because Marvel's never never did that before like did that before. The stakes were so high. But when mm-hmm. Thanos snapped, it was like, oh my god. Like, you know what I mean? Like, holy, holy shit, he just did that. Like when I went to go see it, and then my my buddy's like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "I, uh, I was like, I was like speechless. I didn't know what to like think of it." Um, but I love cliffhangers, so I'm for that. And then like the Price is Right game for sure, right? Yeah. Um, and then some of the other other villains I like are very charismatic. So like uh, Negan, um, Homelander, like those characters are very charismatic, but they're also kind of like unhinged, um, and a bit like off or crazy and so like that's kind of how i 
how I see it. It's like if you cross the villain, their their actions could be detrimental to like the heroes or whatever. So like if you cross Negan, someone's gonna die. You cross Homelander, he can just kill you. You cross Thanos, he's probably gonna kill you too. So that's my opinion on villainy. So you think of you think of like the big villains for me, it's like Negan, Homelander, Swiper from Door of the Explorer. Yep. Absolutely. So, so mm-hmm. my top three there probably. But. Yeah. Swiper's a little low, but I get it. Um I kind of I feel the same way about the the stakes being high, but I also want the villain like their stakes to be portrayed. Like Thanos, we got to see him have to kill Gamora. Spoiler alert. Right. Um, <laughs> and we also got to see him when he was, you know, when he had won and he was in the field and sitting there. He didn't necessarily look happy. Right. Like he just looked like he like he finished grocery shopping. Right. Yeah. Like and so it's it, I want the villain to feel like there's something at stake. I don't want the villain to feel like this is just another day. Right. But I also love like that's when I want that type of villain that also has a, something to lose. I want that to be like a serious villain. Sure. I also love the complete opposite, just sociopath out of their mind. Right. Um, sport like for those who don't know anything about me, I tend to root for the villains. Yeah, no, I like the villains too. Not necessarily because like, oh, I like the acting. I tend to do, tend to right. prefer it. Oh, I like the whatever, the character specifically. No, no, like I tend to genuinely like and agree with a lot of their points that they make. Like Thanos has a point. Right. Um, the villain from Kingsman, if you've never seen it, Samuel L. Jackson, he can't, I don't agree with their methods. But sometimes right. I often, you know, <laughs> right. I'm watching, I'm like, you know, Villains have points. Right. So I tend to, you know, I tend to think about villains a lot. Right. And or so, anti-heroes can Samuel kind of be Jackson, thrown in that, yeah. that same since we're talking about Lobo, like anti-heroes can kind of be thrown in that mix. Yeah. Yep. Um and I know Kingsman's not a superhero movie, but James Bond, you know, he's close. Right. Sure. He's Batman right. without the suit. Right. <laughs> so uh like in the King in Samuel Jackson's character, he's Seems sociopathic. His one thing is he doesn't look at people. He doesn't like blood. So he doesn't like watching people get killed. That's why he has he makes people kill each other because he can't do it himself. Sure. But outside of that, he's just like, he doesn't seem to think he has anything at stake. He just seems overconfident, usually overconfidence. And those tend to be easy to defeat villains. Right. So like, I want them to be completely off the wall, but I think a perfect example of completely off the wall, but still human would be like Harley Quinn joker so like i if i I either want that serious powerful villain with a story a purpose and just like genuinely feels intimidating and evil and like there's something huge at stake even ronin in star guardians of the galaxy felt like there was something big at stake because we had never seen really an infinity stone talk and right we hadn't really experienced all of that yet and so it just, I don't know, the stakes felt a lot higher. So Ronan, I thought, was a good villain. Played really well. Dark. Yeah, Lee Pace Lee Pace auditioned for Star-Lord. All right. Did not get it. And then they gave him Ronan, essentially. So, yeah. Um, so I, I think what makes a good villain, obviously, 
context matters. It depends what type of villain you're going for. But overall, can Jason Momoa provide what we were just talking about? You said badass. Right. If he's yeah, gonna, Lobo's if, badass. Lobo's if they a go badass, crazy, so. Lobo, like just yeah. like some crazy, just murderer. Probably badass kind of fits there. But if they go with you know deeper story, more intense, maybe even anti-hero. Yeah, I for for Lobo, I feel like it's a mix of like Punisher, Star Lord, um, Punisher and Star Lord, maybe like that. Like if. That's kind of like a mix of because he's like from space, but he's also murderous. So that yeah, yeah that's kind of how I how I pictured it. it'd be like a mix of Punisher and Star Lord. So, so I think I think he can portray it. I think he can portray a good Lobo. He's got the look. Provide I mean, like traits. the look. He's got the look down already. Like yeah. from like how you imagine Lobo would look. That which is Jason Momoa. So I'm I I don't necessarily care if the actor looks a lot like the character like the actual sure. comic book character i don't mind when they change it um because a lot of time even if they want it to be comic book accurate they can right. do prosthetics makeup right they like can negan so for much. instance is not wasn't comic book accurate because negan's like big and broad and jeffrey d morgan's like slim but jeffrey d morgan's charism- charismatic and intimidating and and so he fits it and has three He's legs so right yeah um which is another thing I like being a consistent trait. Just just the arrogance, like you just got something swang in there. Right. Like Poison Ivy, when she talks in the DC comics, just just talks like she just got that BDE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think Jason Momoa has that naturally. Right. Like he does he when he's not in character. He tends to protrude that. That's actually right. fun fact. My coworker, we were talking about Jason Momoa the other day. That's why she doesn't like him because he's he seems so confident. confident. It's he also seems very like like I just saw a post on Jason Momoa today that said um, uh, he was going to he was getting a picture with someone or it was like a fan thing, and the girl was in a wheelchair and he's like, "Can can and I?" And he held her up. Yeah, can I hold you up or something? She's like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty heavy. And he goes, I'm pretty strong. Yeah. So he wanted yeah. her to have like a picture of her like standing with him. So even yeah. if she was like, from the picture, she did not look heavy. So right. like, she calls herself heavy. But if that lady was listening, you're not heavy. Sure. And Jason Momoa is strong. Yeah. And. From the picture, it was very sweet. It was yeah. very heart heartwarming, and that he said, "I know I can lift you. Like I, I'm very right. strong. Like that's that confidence. Right. But sure. even if he couldn't lift her, he would have found a way. Like, sure. yeah, I don't know. I like him a lot, and it's right. not like the first time I've heard something about like heard a story like that about him. Um, so I'm sure he's I'm sure he's a great guy. I just think as Lobo, I can definitely see it. Right. Uh, I I think it's I think it's one of those things we haven't seen what he's supposed to like who's the character he was supposed to be sure like I think Tom Cruise found that in Mission Impossible like he's sure, supposed yeah. to be the lead in Mission right. Impossible like he right. he's he might be great in all he might be great in multiple other movies sure his one role where he's clearly like meant this character was meant to be him I feel like is that and. But- some people feel that I think that's why there's always all this debate about Spider-Man because people, a lot of people, I don't think feel like we've had that. That's 
that's my Spider-Man. I think a lot of people feel that way about Miles Morales, but would they feel that way if it's live action right. Miles? Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, and so like, I feel people hit that Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Yeah. That might not necessarily be his character, but like anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Jason Momoa, I do think this could be his 20 years from now. He, his, gets, his, he has people going role, like, sure. can I take a picture with you, Lobo? All right. Yeah. So I thought, and then also let's talk people, somebody that's gonna start a villain who probably won't stay a villain. Um speaking of like can they do it? Uh Will Poulter. First oh, images right. came yeah. out of him. Yeah, it looks good. And I thought he looked great. Yeah. Which I'm biased. Yeah. I, I can't say I'm gonna give honest opinions on him because I'm biased. I really like him okay. a lot. Yeah. But he looked really good. And I definitely think he has the chops to do it. I think oh, 100%. he definitely fits this anti-hero turned hero mold right. way more than a true like <laughs> yeah. psychotic villain. For those of you who don't know, um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame, but if you're watching this channel and you haven't seen Endgame. Uh, anyway, uh, so, Tony, <laughs> so uh, Tony Stark obviously did the snap. Um, in the comics, Adam Warlock actually does the snap because he is strong enough to absorb the radiation of the snap to save everyone. So, yeah. but Adam Warlock is a bad dude before he's a good dude. So. I'd probably let him absorb me for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, he's in Maze Runner. I believe he's like the super annoying kid in uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe Three or uh, Chronicles of Narnia Three. Sure. I'm pretty sure that's him, but. Yeah, I uh, I think I think he's gonna do well. I think Jason Momoa is gonna be a good villain. Hang Jonathan Majors. Uh, came out that in Loki season two, there's going to be a new it's gotta type be a different of, Kang. An, it's it's an gotta inventor. Be a, yeah, it's gotta be a different one. It's sure. an inventor form of Kang for season two. Sure. So not sure what that necessarily means, but I take that as a Kang that's trying to invent giant mechanisms that can help change the course of history in terms of into what he views as a more positive way. Yeah. I mean, if then, and that Kang still has got to be, they all got to be um, like responsive that there is other Kangs out there. So he's got to be inventing something that he also knows that other Kangs either might be searching for or might abuse if he doesn't like, do it right i, I think one if of the things like... that's gonna tie it all together is the mentioning of he who remains sure like i feel like any of the different ones that i mean there are different versions that know of he who remains are probably that upper tier of kangs right the ones that, that have been kind of closed off this main universe right because he who you remains know? talked about how there are still those who hunt him and those are the ones right. to like, fear or whatever right. and yeah I think if they mention him, like I think Kang the Conqueror right. is definitely gonna mention he who remains an Ant Man sure. at some point after he beats the shit out of Paul Rudd and he'll <laughs> still look twenty. Right. Um I also want I also wanted to say I just noticed this the other day. The girl that it plays uh Cassie. Right, the, in the re re recast sort of the recast yeah. is the girl from Detective Pikachu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just realized that the other day because I was sure. watching Detective Pikachu. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's gonna I think I'm very excited for that movie. I need to get tickets. I'll probably get tickets here soon, but that's February 17th. 
Quantumania. Um, yeah, Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. We'll, we'll go. We'll go catch that. We'll have a nice juicy episode about that. Sorry, I think there's a must be like a helicopter or something. <laughs> so I was like, I thought it sounded like a car because we have snow on the ground. So you know, like the crumple sound that right. cars make on snow. Yeah. It sounded like right outside my window. And I was like, <laughs> we're good. Do you have anything else that makes a villain, or do you think you said what? I don't know. I my my favorite villains are. Uh... Negan and Homelander. So like that that's that's my top villains. Sure. Comic book character villains. And then I guess probably Thanos, I guess. Mine overall are just the ones that have something to root for. Something where when the bad when the hero is eventually because of they always are, eventually is looked at like as maybe the one who's in the wrong. Right. I want it to be believable. So I want the villain to be able to make it feel believable. I feel like yeah, Red Skull does I, I, a pretty good job of that. I think it, it, a lot of people talked about this. If you were if you were following um, The Walking Dead from Negan's point of view, like Negan's side from the beginning, Rick would be the villain. Yeah. So Rick, like Rick's group would be the villain. Exactly. And, you, and so, yeah, if you were following Thanos from the beginning. If you were following the governor. Yeah, Rick's people are again the the, the outsiders right. that infiltrated. Sure. So yeah, if you're following if if you're following the villain, and the hero is like the the hero's the bad guy in a sense. If I mean, there's a point there's a point where like the villain is doing wrong, like, and so you can kind of judge, like, is my villain actually the villain? So like, if you're following Negan's group. You're doing the same stuff that Rick's group is doing. You're killing people that are opposing you just to keep your group alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Rick's group is the villain because he's killing your people or your group or whatever. But like Thanos going, like, would you be cheering for Thanos if you were following Thanos from the beginning? Like he's like he's like, oh, I'm gonna get these stones and wipe out half of everyone. Like, right. could they make that believe, like, be like, oh, okay, yeah. Probably not. I, I mean, guess. Thanos does the best you can. Right. To make it, like, as close to believable or root- rooting for as you can. But, you know, murdering half the planet, like, or half the universe. Like, it could it could be viewed as, you know, genocide. Well, because that, that's t- what it is. Also, also, right, genocide, right. But he also kind of saved everyone if you think exactly, about it because yeah. like he wiped out half of the people but that didn't cause tiamat from being born quicker yeah and so the way that he did it like he gave the eternals enough time to stop tiamat which right. ended up saving everyone so so technically thanos there's your positive spin thanos right. saved us all yeah and he let some people go five year time travel yeah. Like some of these people came back that me and you that would be coming back still being we're 21, right? That's how old right. we are. Still right. being 21 in 2028. I just turned 22. So. Okay, so still yeah. being 22 in 2028. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. I'm definitely not old and broken. Do you think 
Okay. Do you? This is just completely random now. Um, but it's still villain-esque. Do you think that he who remains obviously knew of all the Kangs mm-hmm. around? Um, do you think the Kangs were conscious of what he who remains was doing? Uh, no. Because he who remains, I don't wrote think the script. He who remains wrote the script. Um, up until. Thanos like died. Thanos died, or I don't know where exactly it went to, but he was the one who had Ant Man trapped in the quantum realm, right? Like he wrote he wrote that into the script for Ant Man to be trapped in the quantum realm and then get out and essentially save everyone. Now that same Ant Man is meeting another Kang. Yeah. So like, I don't know. There's some connection. Like he, I don't know. I'm just kind of. <laughs> shooting shooting the shit i guess but they're like okay he who remains let ant-man save everyone like wrote that into the story yeah and then now ant-man is conversing with another kang i don't know i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this really i liked it i liked where you were going with it i wasn't sure where it was like gonna end up but i did i I like the idea of maybe Ant-Man being some sort of uh what are those called a true a true point a true point in time is that what it's called when yeah, it's the theory like of time travel is like time. a point yeah. that if it didn't happen nothing else could happen so it has mm-hmm. to happen so like, so uh, you're talking about like uh what if episode 3 or 5 or whatever yeah. where Christine Palmer's death was a like a finite point in time or whatever yeah what and then make yeah. Ant-Man that. So right. they always say, what if canon? Right. Maybe they bring in that that term, the finite point or whatever. And yeah, say sure that Ant-Man interacting with two separate Kangs is a finite point. Right. Ant-Man Tony Stark's death is has a to come into point. contact with two forms of Kang somewhere. Right. Something Maybe. like that. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I think that was good good talk. I I uh, think we got a good amount of like what makes a good villain. What do you think makes a good villain? Let us know in the comments. Who are your favorite villains? I got your Negan, Homelander, and Swiper. Uh, mine's Venom from the comics. Yeah. Uh, Loki technically is a villain, but yep. Kind of and thing. both anti anti-hero kind of thing now. Yeah. Um. And then probably Joker. Yeah, I was. I'm surprised you never brought brought up like. Even just Barry Cogan's Joker from like that the deleted scene or whatever like that. Yeah, he's like one nine. We don't know enough yeah. about him yet to right. for me to like build an opinion. I think he'll be able right. to do it just because he's a really good actor. But right. yeah. yeah, um, since we're on like a dark, heavy, villainous, whatever, uh, like level, um, we have been a podcast that's open about like mental health in the past. And we just passed a day, like a couple days ago, that was like the, the day of the highest ranking of depression or like highest suicide rates like a couple days ago. So if you're feeling sad or down out there, just know it's going to get better and seek help if you need it. Yeah. I just wanted to give that give people a little reminder. I figured we were talking about something heavy that happened. And I was like, you know what? I want to bring that up. Remind people, it's okay. And I also want to let you all know, you look great today. G. 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 G.
Cause I got something to prove I gotta take what I hate and finally make a move I think of you and all the shit you don't do Well I'ma make hella shit that I don't become you Have no regrets